You are now tuned in to the NFL pod for people who go outside. DAR Sports Media. We are here with week three reactions. Look forwards to week four. Uh, we got our guy, main NFL contributor, Tay, and the owner and proprietor of DAR Sports Media, the true God in the house. Um, and then we'll probably have our guy, Sean, joining us a little bit later on. Um, let's see what's going on with those damn Panthers. Uh, I get uh, it. I get why you kind of liked them. And the division is is takeable, but whoo, 0-3. It's tough. But, of course, off the top, as it is near and dear to DAR Sports Media's hearts. Tay. <laughs> These The Jets, man. I, I, <laughs> it's, it's, it's going down. The flames are getting hot, brother. Zach Wilson is fucking atrocious. It seems Terrible. like. Uh, I mean, Robert Sala is saying shit that doesn't make any goddamn sense now in these fucking in these fucking press conferences. Uh, he's it seems like that coaching staff is just out of touch with with fucking reality. Like this is this isn't happening, man. Like oh, we're not going to make a move. He still gives us the best chance to win. He don't give no the fuck he doesn't. He doesn't give anybody the best chance to win anything. I think this thing is done, man. Well, they said they might be bringing in a Trevor Simeon. I, honestly, I I wouldn't completely count him out if they if they can get him revved up and get him set up and get him in there, and they want to actually start running the fucking ball. They've been uh, well, the defense has been competitive in each of these games. Wilson is just such a fucking anchor, driving them to the bottom of the ocean. Hey. Are the Jets still making the playoffs? Yep. He sure are going to the playoffs. But Give me a goddamn the, break. Their, their quarterback situation is terrible. But just think about that. They got they got the worst quarterback in the league on their team. They're still in games. You bring in, I think Trevor Simeon is better than him. You bring in Trevor Simeon, they're starting to win some games now. Jets are still going to the playoffs. I'm not changing my opinion. I, I don't I don't care. I'm not changing my opinion. It's uh, that miraculous win in that first week. If they'd have been zero and three right now, it'd be fucking. I I just don't know how they could possibly come back. But that miraculous win, one and two, if they can get Simeon spun up, I don't know, man. True, what do you think of Tay's undying loyalty and what's going to happen with the Jets? Um. I'll just say this. Offensively, the Jets' stat line looked like this. This is all verbatim off of memory, so I could could be a little off. I think Zach Wilson went like 18 of 35, 36, had like 157. Um, 12 carries, 18 yards. I mean, you're averaging 1.5 yards like per carry. That's fucking terrible. Um, you know, Garrett Wilson didn't do much. The Patriots are not some like world stopping defense, and they're not what they once were before. You know, um, Matt Jones barely put up 200. Um, 
they let Ezekiel Elliott rise from the grave and run for 80. Um, I, you know, I think Farrell Brown had like a touchdown and like 70 yards. I don't see the, if you can't stop and slow down the Patriots who also suck, it's a long season for the Jets. Um, you know, I, I, I don't, I didn't have a, a great feeling about them with Aaron Rodgers, without Aaron Rodgers. I definitely don't have a great feeling about them. So um, they have some decent pieces, I think, in terms of offense. And I think their defense is solid. But your defense can only take you so far. You know, even in, um, you know, I mean, I'm from uh, from Baltimore. The Ravens have had defenses carrying them for quite some time over the last 20-some years with the run game being, you know, the supplemental piece on the offense. But the Jets don't have a passing game. They, you know, the, the I mean, you know, the run game against a bad defense, sure, but you're going against a halfway decent, halfway decent. The Patriots aren't, like, you know, amazing, but you're going to be halfway decent and you struggle. You have a, a grand total of, like, 38 rushing yards uh off of 22 carries it's, it's not gonna, just, that's not gonna win you games and the fact that the game was <laughs> was, was still a five-point game at, at you know uh at, you know at the end it's a testament to one how bad both these teams are but two how much work the jets need you you, can, you can't get by uh with what they have um and now we're entering the thick of things man I mean, I, if I'm not mistaken, they're about to play the goddamn Kansas City Chiefs. Oh I mean, boy, on, this man. this pod next week will be a will be a <laughs> <humdinger>. <laughs> It was it was kind of overshadowed just how bad he was. I mean, he sacked himself on that one play. Uh, he checked it down on fourth down, which was their last opportunity to win. Uh, so much crazy shit happened on Sunday between uh, the Dolphins hanging 70 between um, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings having the ball uh, in the red zone with 48 fucking seconds left and only managing to get one snap off. (laughs) Um, And the fucking Cowboys fucking ridiculousness that it was kind of overshadowed uh, how bad Wilson really fucking was on Sunday. Um, I hope, I hope for the sake of Taze takes LLC and all my Jets fans that we can get Simeon spun up and fucking just do something because this is fucking crazy. This is a fucking albatross. Um, my hope is that the Jets do better against the Chiefs than the Bears did, at least. Oh, so there we go. Um, back to our our weekly segment on uh, many things. How many games? Uh. They were getting their fucking ass whooped. It's over, man. And Fields only had 22 attempts and 99 over, fucking yards. It's over. The Justin <laughs> Fields experiment is over. It's over. Like, it's over. Like, you you couldn't get 100 yards. In a blowout. In, in garbage time. Yeah, like, you couldn't get that. Uh, God, DJ, you know, I, I, and I like DJ more, but he can't save that all. He can't. He can't be your know, savior for the offense. Um, you know, Fields like 
Phil just looks like he's never going to be completely ready for the position he was given. And, you know, you, you let Pacheco go out there, you know, hit y'all with 62, got him a TD. Mahomes, light work, threw for like 270, three touchdowns. Travis Kelsey, I think, had like 70, 70 yards on him. I think he scored two. Uh, sh- shout out to them. Shout out to all them boys. Uh, because my homeboy that, that was betting, now that I know I can bet, uh, my homeboy that was betting, he cashed on that game. So shout out to the Chiefs for that. But um, yeah, it's just, I, I, I believed in Justin Fields to an extent, but it's over. You start the season 0 and 3. I mean, <sighs> In a, it, in a bad 0-3. It ain't like it's a close 0-3. It's not to like the be Vikings. fair. It's a fucking bad 0-3. They got their fair, ass though. whooped three times. Not just not just 0-3. They got their ass whooped three times. To be fair, there is still a great chance that the Bears could walk away with their first victory of the season this coming week. Why? Oh, because they're boy. playing another 0-3 team that I have no desire to talk about because they fucking disgust me and they got blown out in one of the fucking worst blowouts and I luckily didn't watch it because I was with my daughter so I did not watch it but when I looked at my phone and I saw that score I almost (laughs) threw my phone against the wall and (laughs) I think I I think I text Peagle Peagle, and I was like are you fucking kidding me like are are you fucking kidding me look we're gonna we're gonna get there I wanna know (laughs) Take. Yeah. Is it over for Justin Fields? Yeah, it's over. I mean, this whole team is bad. Like during the offseason, they went defense, they went heavy defense, they, they got some old line. It still looks bad. I'm not gonna lie, it looked worse than last year. They actually had a fight last year. They were actually in games last year. This team looks worse with the better roster. I, I mean, I don't get it. Oh, I think Justin Fields, I think Justin Fields is the confidence thing. I mean, that's that's what it looks like to me. I I think he can throw the ball, but if you're not confident in the throws you can make, you're not gonna do it. Like same goes with Zach Wilson. Like a lot of these players that are struggling, these guys are talented. They are not confident in their skills. So I mean, you know, that's how it goes. I mean, the Bears are pretty bad, and it makes me wonder, what if they use that first pick with a quarterback? Because now it looks like a bad trade. You know, they, they traded back. They they got a right tackle. I mean. To, to go what two and fifteen, I mean it makes me wonder like hey what if they got Bryce Young or something like that, whatever they could have shoot shot for the stars and got Anthony Richardson they, they it makes me wonder like man what if they just stay put traded Justin Fields when he when he kind of was he had some value I know a team would have would have uh would have bid on that to trade Justin Fields and you know they could have drafted the quarterback there. I think they still will I think he's gonna get I think he's got enough tools to get another chance somewhere else um but it's probably gonna be short-lived <laughs> uh the broncos the broncos need a fucking quarterback oh no y'all, y'all, y'all gonna be in the top five you're gonna draft it i wouldn't even be we're gonna we're gonna get there in a second i want to ask uh old sean has come roaring in from panther country uh got with us in the last couple of minutes sean is this justin field staying over yeah, I think uh, I think Fields is done. <laughs> I think Chicago is basically uh, getting Caleb Williams' sweet state. 
I had high hopes for that man at first. Y'all was like, yeah, Chicago. What quarterback have you known seceded in Chicago? Like, Rex Grossman was like the closest one. And that's just because he took him to the Super Bowl. And even then, that was a defense. But I still think it's a coaching thing rather than a Justin Fields thing. I feel like if he could get to with like a, a Sean McVay or Cal Shanahan, somebody that can play to his strengths, I think he'll be all right. I think I heard something, a stat. I don't know exactly what it was. I think Eberflus and them, they've lost like 14 straight games or something. Wow. And 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 like it's not getting better. Like they've got their ass whooped three times this year, not just lost. They've got their fucking ass whooped. Um so I I don't know. I'd almost be surprised. Uh it's so early to fire a coach, but fucking hey, man, they are a fucking mess. So I don't know. I don't know if he yeah, I don't know if he makes it to uh November 1st. Um speaking of ass whoopings. Here we go, True. I'm a, we're going to give you your opportunity to stretch your legs on this subject. Holy shit. The Miami Dolphins on the Denver Broncos. I, so, Peyton's such a, a madman. I wouldn't have been surprised if he just, just cut these fucking guys today. Like I wouldn't have been surprised if I woke up this morning and saw he had just cut Russell Wilson and he had cut that offensive tackle who was talking about uh, this sucks. All I've done has been a fucking loser since I've been here. I hate lose all this losing we do. Blah 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 blah. I'm sure a lot of you heard that that after the game interview. Um, I wouldn't have been surprised. I wouldn't have been surprised if you told us GM, I don't give a fuck what we get back for it. I want those guys out of here. I wouldn't have been surprised because that. And what's even more embarrassing about it is it was a lot of it was the running game. It was eight touchdowns between the two court, the two running backs. That's just effort, man. That's fucking crazy. And it was going around. I don't know how true the rumor was, but the rumor was floating around Twitter that there was some NFL execs and coaches that thought it was an embarrassment, you know, quote unquote, an embarrassment to the game, uh, what they did to them. And I said, the only thing that was embarrassing to the, to the game was the fucking lack of effort showed upon the Broncos. Not nothing the fucking Dolphins did. And if everybody was going to talk shit, the Dolphins may have, might as well have just gone for that field goal at the end and broke the fucking mm-hmm. record. Said, fuck it. If you guys are going to be little bitches about it anyway, they might as well have gone ahead and broke the record. Holy shit, Dolphins. Goddamn free fall for the oh, Broncos. True? Light them up. Look, man. If I had told you that Russell Wilson through for 306 yards. Nine times out of ten when that happens, it's either a close game or Russell Wilson's team wins. If I'd have told you my guy Cortland had almost 100 yards receiving, Jerry Judy had like 75, 80 yards, seemed like that's a successful game. But what if I told you that the opposing quarterback also had 300 yards, threw for four touchdowns, there were five rushing touchdowns, I think five, maybe maybe five or six. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill went for 
157 fucking yards. He didn't play half the game. <laughs> I just, like I said, I did not watch this game because I was busy. But I kept getting notification after notification. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I was like, hey, you know, like after the first quarter, it was like 14 to 7, right? Yeah, I like, thought it was going to be a, a a fucking a shootout. Like I was like, "Oh shit, here we go. This is a barn burner." It looked like the the Broncos offense had a little bit of fight in them. And Yeah, I was then, like, it, st- no. it, it started well and I I got the I got a notification. I think I texted one of my boys and and I was like, "Hey man, they only down 7 at the end of the first." I'm like, "It ain't bad." And then I put my phone down. I think I was like watching something on TV with my daughter. And I look up and I look up and it's like, oh, it's halftime. And I say, hey, let me see how this team doing. And I see the scores like 35 to like 13. And I was like, well, that escalated quick. I was like, all right, man. I said, look, second half. Little they, did you know. This. I was like, look, they're going to lose this game. I said, but as long as they get within, say, 10, thir- 10 to 13 points going into the fourth, I consider that a win for a team like this. They suck anyway. I think I was like eating something, eating lunch or something. Look at my phone. And the first thing I saw is that in the third quarter, Denver 13. I did not want to look at what the Dolphins <laughs> I was like. I was didn't like, move your I, thumb, just kept your thumb over it. I was like, hey, yo, I said, the Broncos didn't score shit in the third. I was like, all right. I said, how bad is it? Can't be that bad. Probably they only had like a field goal or something. I see that it's 49 to 13. And I was like, God damn, can't get no worse from here. I'm like, Dolphins ain't going to run a score no more. They're going to take it easy. Probably end up, you know, 52 to like 20, you know, final score. Maybe Broncos get like two touchdowns in in the fourth. I'm like, this will blow out, but whatever. I get a notification. (laughs) Another touchdown. I was like, (laughs) okay, 56. Whatever. Okay. They put 56 up on them. I'm like, hey, man, a couple teams got 56 put up on them before. No big deal. I get another notification. And then the final notification, I was like, yo, I'm done. And then and then my boy texts me and he was like, I know y'all niggas ain't just let the Dolphins put up 70. And I was like, who is we? Who is y'all? I don't, I don't play for the team. I don't play for this motherfucking team. I don't know anybody on that team. I don't support Russell Wilson. I don't support anybody on that team but Jerry Judy. That's it. I don't support nobody on that team but Jerry Judy. I am a Philadelphia Eagles, Kansas City Chiefs, and any team that's won, that's winning right now, I'm a fan of them. I'm going to be a Fairweather fan. Fuck the Denver Broncos. They put me through enough pain and suffering after John Elway left. Then we got Peyton, and then they put me through more pain and suffering ever since. Paxton Lynch. Fucking Trevor Simeon, fucking all these bums. No, we got Russell Wilson, who is washed. Defense didn't show the fuck up at all. The offense showed up for like a half, a, a quarter and a half, and then completely forgot how to fucking play. This is terrible. It's an embarrassment. The Broncos are an embarrassment right now. They are without a doubt the worst team. 
in the fucking AFC West. And they pissed me off. And the Chargers obviously aren't that great either right now. But a fucking disappointment. But I didn't expect them to be that good anyway, but they're still even more disappointed than I expected them to be. The biggest disappointment, however, I don't want to spend too much time talking about the Broncos. Out of Minnesota Vikings. Hold on, hold on. I want to get you guys' take on something. And I, I got a feeling that we'll have um, similar takes on this because I was talking to my buddy who's a football coach the other day and about this subject. And to <clears throat> me, in the pros, let me say this, in the pros, in high school and in college, different story. But in the pros, I don't really uh, – they can score as many fucking points as they want. Mm-hmm. that's their job true when you make a smash hit rap song and it does great on the next song you're like oh well i need to take it easy on this no it's your fucking job and my job if i'm super productive on a fucking day of work it doesn't mean i get to show up the next day to work and be like yeah i'm gonna take it easy on doing i'm gonna do lesser quality work on this work today because i did good yesterday no it's their, it's their job to score it's the other team's job to stop them professional football. I don't give a fuck. I'd have been out there. Now you want to pull the starters to keep them healthy or put new guys in. So they get reps. Okay, cool. But I would have kept running the offense. It's your job to stop them. You get paid to stop them. Fuck it. That's how I feel. Tay, what about you? Yeah, you're right about that. That's how I feel. Play better defense. Like It's that simple. And I feel the same way. I know it's not a basketball pie, but I feel the same way in basketball. When they dribble the clock out, and you know how some every once in a while the winning team will score and they'll try to fight. Play defense. Don't lose. Don't be down by 15 and play defense. I don't believe in that. I say run the score up. Ain't no sportsmanship. Y'all millionaires go play defense. It's that simple. Or win. No, there can still be sportsmanship. We're still gonna shake hands. I'm still not gonna go out of my way to do dirty stuff to hurt you. I'm not gonna, you know, that's sportsmanship, but I'm Mm -hmm. they're paid to score and the other side is paid to stop them. Fuck that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) True. What do you think? Um as far as the sportsman as far as yeah. Um Look, the Broncos can burn in hell, so I would have liked to have seen them put up <laughs> 80 on these motherfuckers, honestly. Um, I, I feel like they had a chance to go for, what, history, right? To break a record. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. yeah. You, you take that every time. Because a year from now, nobody's going to be like, hey, remember that game where the Dolphins put up 70 on the Broncos? I mean, I mean, some people might, but – it's not going to be like a talking point. Whereas if you've done something that nobody's ever done, every time somebody gets 50 points or 55 or 60 points in a game, they're going to automatically compare them to you because you have that record. So I feel like if you have an opportunity to break a record, always do it. Um, I, and I hate that whole, look, there's unspoken rules of sports that I've always hated, whether it's basketball when people are like, Oh, if, if it's, if you, you're winning the game and the clock's, you know, dribbling out, don't take the shot, just take the turnover. And it's like, nah, like, I, I think shit like that is silly. Like, do what you want to do. You know, you ran the score up already, you want to run it up some more, you want to stat stuff, go ahead, do it. Like, the other team should have been good enough to slow you the fuck down. Simple as that. The Broncos are trash. They deserve to get embarrassed. 
Fuck that sportsmanship. They embarrassed themselves. Yeah, exactly. Embarrassed them more. That's what they deserve. That's what the fuck they get. It is what it is. Like, I just, I just think it's crazy to me when I hear people talk about that too, because I'm like, yo, like, it's not, to me, it's not that big of a deal if you ran up the score. It's like, you already put drop 70 on these niggas' heads. Just go ahead and run up. Like, you already cooked them. Yeah, the time for the time for that is was at about fifty. <laughs> yeah, Sean, you know what what's is? your what's your take on the concept of uh what we're talking about here? Hey, look, it up, sportsmanship and pro pro sports. I'm put it to you like this: whether it's pro sports, pee wee league, middle school or high school, I say run the score up. You know what I'm saying? If you can't stop me, why would I stop myself to make you feel better about yourself? You know what I'm saying? I would have went for history personally. I would try to go for 80 if I could. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to just be real with you. I'm, I will run that score up as much as I can. That way, you know, next game on the losing team, maybe they'll put in a little bit more effort. That was I just, mean, to me, to me, that was uh, – a yeah, absolutely. Uh, what did I hear? I heard uh, it was Shannon Sharp saying, making a good point. He said, no, they could have kept going because they're doing you a favor – by letting you know that you're not good enough. Your scouting isn't good enough. Your preparation is not good enough. You need to change that shit. And I thought that yeah. was a good point. It is. And, you know, honestly, that was a good feeling for me because I, I'm still not over Super Bowl 50. So whenever <laughs> Denver is struggling, I take pride and joy in it. It makes me feel good on the inside. I've been a Broncos <laughs> hater since 2015. I mean, to me, so, uh, I mean, how you really feel, bro? It's an opportunity. <laughs> to me, it's an opportunity to, um, you know, I'd have put the backups in, and it's better than it's live reps against the first string defense in a real game. Fuck, how often do you have an opportunity? And one of the biggest things, you know, concerns like what does everybody bring up when they say, well, what could possibly derail the Dolphins? It's health. It's possible injuries. So I'm like, shit. If I can get my backups in live reps in a real game against a, a first string defense, even one that is clearly fucking given up, uh, still fuck. I mean, that's good, good reps for the fucking team. I'd have kept going. I'd have kept running the offense personally. Hey, I want to, um, I want to, uh, I want to add something to your point because I don't yeah. know what it is with Tariq Hill and Tua, but like these last two seasons when they're healthy, man, they've been running a score a couple of times. This isn't the first time where they. I mean, this is the first time they dropped 70, of course. But this isn't the first time where it looked like that offense was unstoppable. Between Hill and Waddle, that's an explosive offense. Like, it's making that Patrick Mahomes, well, Tyreek Hill made Patrick Mahomes look a little bit. It got some legs to it now. And you see how the theory was, was with Tua before Tyreek Hill and after. Like, like once he got Hill, he's been looking like an MVP quarterback. What's even more sorry is fucking Waddle didn't even play on Sunday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that is that is the worst part. Like that running game, it's like every time I uh like I'll I'll be listening to a radio on the truck while I'm working. And every time I hear, oh, Denver, a six or seven yard rush. Oh, what the hell going on? I'm at Miami a six or seven yard rush. Like, what the hell is Denver doing? This is like Pop Warner versus high school right now. Yeah. They uh they they did the uh the GPS miles per hour uh metrics that put it out every week and the top five fastest ball carriers of the week were all the Dolphins from that game. 
It was Tyreek Hill twice, Devin Akane twice, and Mostert on one of them. Woo! Um, True, you want to talk about disappointments. I'm man. I still, I don't know if it's over yet. The Vikings division still doesn't really scare me. The Bears are probably the worst team in the league. The Vikings have lost seven fumbles in three games. That is the same as most as a lot of teams lose in a whole season. And in seven games, they've lost seven or three games, they've lost seven fumbles. What's crazy about this is we all, you know, the big topic last year, and we've talked about it on this podcast, was their point differential being so so close last year and being the negative, is they always ended up winning these close heart, you know, cardiac arrest fucking games. Now they're regressing to the mean and they're losing all these fucking games that are close. The bounces went for them last year. It is going against them this year. Go ahead and talk about your disappointment with the Vikings, True. Well, I always said that uh, Kirk Cousins as your quarterback doesn't get you anywhere. You know, I I don't think he he's a quarterback that is really going to do something for your top squad and lead you anywhere. So I'm not disappointed in that end because I figured he would, you know, shit the bed again. I think the thing that disappoints me is that I don't feel like the Vikings, and I think you said this, I said this on the on the when we talked about the division. I didn't see their schedule as being a tough schedule starting out. So I figured they could make things happen. And let's be clear. Very close game against the Chargers this week. Um, Chargers tried to fuck it up too. Yeah, Chargers tried to do what the Chargers do, as always, in their history. Um, Kirk Cousins, for all intents and purposes, had a fairly decent game on, on his end. Um, you know, throwing for almost 400 yards. You got three touchdowns. You got Justin Jefferson going for like 150. Um, you know, all around, it was a solid game, I guess, from him. Um, you know, you, you, you had – you know, I think over, you know, 120, 130, you know, yards total rushing. But, you know, Justin Herbert lit him up for 400, you know. Um, that defense is bad, man. It's just, it's just, they, they need work. I mean, come on, man. Look, Keenan Allen is, is a good receiver, but going for 215, mother of God, 215 at this point in his career, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Was Mike was Mike Wait? I think it was Mike Williams. Why did Mike Williams went for like one twenty on him too? I mean, come on, man! Like, what the <laughs> fuck y'all doing, man? Like, come on, look, look. Keenan Allen is good, man. Keenan Allen is good, but two fifteen, two fifteen. Come on, dog! Like, that's crazy. So, I, I look. I just feel like the Vikings. They are who they are. You know, with your quarterback, you ain't going. But so far. Um, with you, they have a great, not a great, they have a really good offense. They have really good offensive players on that team. The defense is just not stopping anything. And then on top of that, I just don't think 
I just don't think they believe in themselves. I don't think they believe they've got what it takes. I think having Cousins as their, uh, you know, as their quarterback, I think it makes them a little uncomfortable. Um, you know, you got all this talent. It just doesn't amount to nothing. So, uh, like I said, I'm not super disappointed because I expected them to suck. Um, but I expected them to at least be better than the Packers. And they are not. So I have a couple things to say on that. But <laughs> um, Jordan Love, um, I may have been wrong about you. I may have been wrong about Jordan Love. So, yeah. Hey, you may look excited wrong. about that point. What, 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 are, you, what are you so I told y'all about Jordan Love and the Packers. I said it. I said the Vikings are going to suck. Listen gonna, to this fucking guy. They were down 17 nothing. They were down 17 nothing. Staring, staring one and two in the face. They still won. Jordan Love is like that. And the Packers are like that. They're going to win the division. Jordan like Love is like that. <laughs> I mean, speak. Yeah. I mean, good for Jordan Love. Good for Jordan Love. He he he, he proved me wrong. Um, it's a lot of season for, left, though. Yeah, I was about to say for a lot of season. A lot left. of season. So Sean, we'll you got any thoughts on this uh, this NFC North uh, disappointments? We're disappointed <clears throat> that we're disappointed in the Vikings, and we're disappointing that that for now Tay is right about something. Well, I will <laughs> say this. I will say uh, the Vikings. I expected them to be mediocre. I didn't know they were going to look this bad. But I will say, come Sunday, they will look like a Super Bowl contenders when they play Carolina. Oh no, you completely turned around on the Panthers. I mean, is this the last the time way we heard it's from right you. now? Yeah, the way it's looking, like Justin Jefferson probably about to go fight three hundred yards Sunday. They have nobody that can guard it, man. So Minnesota's season will probably turn around with this game against Carolina. Now Green <laughs> Bay, I thought they were going to be garbage. You know, I like, man, I don't really believe in Jordan Love. You know, they lost Aaron Rodgers. They have no names on offense. So I like, you know, uh, they might be in the Caleb Williams sweet stakes. Now it's looking like that's what Minnesota is. Because Minnesota, they're just, it's hard to get rid of Kirk Cousins' contract. And I think this is the last year. It is the I last believe. year, which is which is going to lead, lead to my my chair, my, my little bow tie on the end of this conversation as soon as you sure. go ahead. So basically, Minnesota will probably – Look, 10 times better next year with this money that's going to open up for him. So I'm, I was telling everybody in my, in my, in my football discord the other day, like, Hey man, see what the jets are talking about. Get Kirk over there. Send uh Danelle Hunter to the, to the Niners for a second rounder. They got the cap room to take on Hunter's big contract. Just go on ahead. Um, I feel like if like two more games, you know, if you get or if you get to like one and five or something like that, just make it happen, man. Um, maybe if the Jets can, I don't know, eke out one more win in between the next two games, they'd still be in a position where Kirk could come in and help them. And then Hunter would be a great addition to the Niners uh, to finish things out on the other side of Bosa. Um, yeah. 
I, I am agreeing. It might be, might be time to, for the Vikings to go ahead and go ahead and pack it up. Um, while we're on the subject of disappointments and being disappointed that uh, for this week, Tay is riding high. Go ahead, talk about the fucking Cleveland Browns. God damn it! Yeah, like I said, I was trying to tell you about the Browns. Too. They're gonna, Browns in like my head, I'm sitting there. The in my head, you're like, "Oh, they're gonna work the Titans." Da 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 da. And I even teased out the Titans to plus eight and a half on my fucking parlay. And those sorry <laughs> motherfuckers could not even do that for me. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Defense cold. Mm-hmm. Watson, even though he was losing his goddamn mind in the first quarter. Yeah, he kind of rounded into form in the second half. The Browns might be something, man. Tay, the lone Mm -hmm. guy, to his credit, on this podcast that was really pumping the Browns. Yeah, I mean, Sean Watson's back, man. He just needs that one game. He's back. He's going for three hundred this week. Remember, I said that he's back. He's back now. He just just needed that. You know, he had that. He threw the ball backwards twenty yards. Yeah, yeah. We all make mistakes and all that, but he's back. (laughs) <laughs> true it's, it's the end for us man what, what, what about these browns that defense is fucking cold man great defense um great defense the uh offense is decent um you know i think if, if Deshaun watson is starting to get his you know kind of getting his uh Get himself in 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 the, in the tip top shape, I guess, for the season. Uh, it could bowl well for them. You know, you never know. Um, I I don't have a lot of faith in you know in the Browns personally, but at the same time, you know, I, uh, very possible that this could be something. Um, it's unfortunate to me. Uh, because I I don't want the Browns to ever succeed in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> but I'd be a hater if I didn't give them props. And that was as dominant of a win as you could ask for. And yeah, uh, you know, just gotta give them respect. As much as John, the Browns lost Nick Chubb and got better on offense i am fucking concerned what do you think hey you know what they say about the running backs man hey <laughs> you know what they say i told you throw, throw for it younger better hey man look at the offense now they tough is old he's done now they don't need him yeah, he, he, he got a point uh, don't, say, don't say that do not say that hey i can't shoot the messenger man i cannot shoot the messenger Hey, you know, <laughs> Nick Chubb was out, and you know who wasn't? Who was out there performing? That kicker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. He's still in here. Oh, shit. All right. What did, uh, so what else stuck out to you week three? What are you looking forward to week four, Tay? Um, I like how, um, CJ Stroud's been playing, man. I didn't. He's pretty good. He's I think pretty good. Um, like, I feel like it was me and Axe. I can't remember if it was anybody else, but both of us said that was our number one quarterback in the class. Mm-hmm. And goddamn, he's he's yeah. fucking crushing it. He's top five in the league in yardage. Yeah, like y- y'all were right on that. I thought it would take him a year, but nah, 
the Texans aren't a good football team. They had a great game, and CJ Stroud has been pretty good, man. I didn't think I didn't think he'd be this good in year one, but he's been lighting it up so far. But well, I'm looking I'm looking forward to you know, like my my takes. I'm looking forward to Deshaun Watson and um, <laughs> you know, see how see how good the Jets play this week. You know, this one and the Commanders. I need a bounce back. I I, I can't have that. Oh man, man. we, we ate we ate out. this this podcast ate shit on that one, man. God damn, yeah. what the fuck happened? Uh, the line is terrible. When you got one second to throw the ball, I mean, yeah, you're not gonna make good passes. I mean. You got the, the edge rushers collapsing on you. Then you got the D tackles are free, and it's nowhere to go. So he was just trying to get rid of the ball, and it, it just wasn't working. Our line is terrible. Like it's it's really bad. It's very concerning. Like we have the pieces to be very successful. It's just I don't know, man. I still believe in Sam Howell. It was a bad game, and he's young too. It's not like he's old doing that. So. I still believe him and all that. This is an old line. It's just the old line. I'm not worried about our receivers. I'm not worried about anything else. Antonio Gibson sucks. He's he needs to he needs to yeah he needs to be done. We drafted Chris Rodriguez. I would like to see him hit the ball more. He, they need, need to replace roles with Antonio Gibson. But yeah, our line is terrible. You can't do nothing with a line like that. You know, like it's not. It, it might be like that again against the Eagles again if our line is not blocked. Sam Powell's gonna throw four picks again. It's that simple. That's that's how football works. It was a tough one, man. It was tough. True. Final thoughts on week three. What are you looking forward to in week four? Well, I, I want to say, how about them cowboys? That's the first <laughs> thing I want to say about week three. Is how so, about them cowboys? So I was uh my thoughts on that as far as the show was like, you know, every other fucking show in fucking existence starts off with the goddamn Dallas Cowboys and they got to give the Cowboys a fucking segment and not, not this one. Give mm-hmm. a fuck. Cowboys, Cowboys going to Cowboy. Fuck out of here. Fuck Sorry, Cowboys. Motherfuckers. Sorry, motherfuckers. Yeah, I will say this. I, I will say this. A couple things I noticed on, on week three. Um, the Ravens losing in overtime was a heartbreaker for all my, my family members and friends who were there um, at the game. God, that was a fucking roller coaster, man. That game was wild as fuck. Yeah, I, I have my thoughts on that game, but it's at the end of the day, uh, the coach shouldn't even have a chance to be that close, in my opinion, you know, but it is what it is. Um, Steelers and Raiders game is what it is. I thought the, I thought the, uh, the two Monday games were – Interesting. Uh, the Eagles kind of did their duty, you know, did what they're supposed to do. Shout out to Jalen Hurts for finally getting over 200 yards uh, passing. Needed him for that. Um, I knew A.J. Brown was going to have a great game just because he was whining the other week about <laughs> not getting touches. Um, I'm interested to see Thursday's game. Lions and Packers going to be a good one. Um Ravens and Browns, obviously, that's one to look for right now. I think, uh, you know, usually Ravens tend to give Browns some some trouble. But yeah. this time around. Big measuring stick for both sides because this is the Browns, yeah. are you for real fucking game? And then the Ravens, it's, it's okay, we're going to really test out that new offense because this fucking Browns defense is cold as fuck, man. 
Yeah, so if if the Ravens are somehow able to kind of break down the Browns and, and their defense, then I, I think that bodes well for the rest of the season. In my opinion, I, I think, you know, you get to the week four, week five, um, you know, uh, you start to start to see what teams are really made of. I'm I'm really anxious to see the Tampa Bay Buc- uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the New Orleans Saints, just because anytime those teams seem to go at it, Twitter becomes a war zone. So I want to see that, and I want to see their fan bases go at each other and say crazy shit. Um, I hope to see the <laughs> Commanders Commanders get slaughtered by the Eagles. Uh, sorry, Tay. Um, <laughs> the the I, I I am curious to see if the Cardinals magic that worked on the Cowboys can have any type of effect on the 49ers. I doubt it, but it's always. I think it's going to have, I think if anything, it's going to be a positive effect because now the coaches are going to be able to say, see, Cowboys didn't fucking take them seriously and they got fucking beat. So you better not fucking laser your way into this game. Another point is, I believe, um, three games total. The Cardinals have been in the lead for nine out of 12 quarters of the season so far. Which is crazy. So uh, ranked, I believe, either 10th or 12th. I can't remember. 10th or 12th in DVOA. Defense has been fighting. Cardinals are not, you know, I still think probably by the end they're, they're drafting in the top 10, but they are not an easy bullshit out, especially early in the year. They fought their asses off on Sunday. And I think that performance and those stats and that tape is going to be able to help the 49ers coaching staff to make sure that everybody is on their shit and taking this seriously this Sunday. I hope. I hope so. I hope so. Um, I am hoping for the Patriots to surprise the Cowboys. Um, You know, like I said, like there, there aren't many great matchups. I feel like, uh, this Sunday, but and this this week in general. But like I said, there's a couple of gems in there. Like I said, the Ravens and Browns. Uh, to me, that's probably the the, the game I, I have my eye on the most. Um, Dolphins and Bills, another one. But yeah, you know, I think this is a it's a fairly decent week. But it looks like there is the possibility for several slaughters this week. But once again. It's any given Sunday, right? So, where it look Clearly. like you might you might see a you know see a, a a very crazy score or a team getting slaughtered, it could end up being down to the wire type of game. So, uh, you just never know. Um, but I'm I'm like I said, I'm always looking forward to the to to the you know the football, uh, the football week, and you know we we're about to dance some change. You know, well, it's two days down from you know away from. Thursday game set it off. So I, I really want to see the Packers and Lions game just to see how it goes. And I think you're starting to see the identity of these teams get get shaped and formed right now. And um, there's some decent, like I said, there's some decent potential there this week. But uh, I, I really don't see any game besides the Ravens, Browns, and the uh, Dolphins and Bills that stick out as something that I really want to watch for. So. Dawn, sticks out to you uh, going on in the NFL right now. What are you looking forward to for week four? Oh, uh, so what's surprising to me is Pittsburgh being two and one. 
I did not expect that. I thought they were going to be like a bottom-dwelling team. Granted, still plenty of season left, but so far, you, you got to give Mike Tomlin his credit. He'll always keep Absolutely. Pittsburgh competitive. And once again, I got to give Tay his credit again. Because uh, oh, no. the Falcons no, being at the top of the division, did not see I, that happening either. I said that too. Did not see that. I, I got to give the man his credit. But what I'm looking forward to in week four is the Bills and Dolphins game. Yeah. I think that's going to that's gonna be like that that MVP game for either Allen or Tua, I feel like, personally. And uh, I'm looking forward to the Commanders and Eagles. Like, any division game, I feel like it should be a good game. And there's a lot of decent division games this week, you know, Raiders and Chargers, Commanders and Eagles, Buccaneers and Saints. But I think my low-key game of the week, it'll probably be like the the Falcons and Jaguars. I feel like they'll be a good game for some odd reason. I don't know if it's because it's an early game, it's a London game. But I'm just going with that one because, like True said, this is a kind of a doozy week football as far as matchups. So I'm going to just pick a random game. I think they'll be like the best game this week. It'll be the Falcons and Jaguars. It'll be interesting. I love the London games. I love waking up and there's a game on. Hell yeah. Um, yeah it's a good feeling. This week, DAR Sports Media. True, do we want to – this is going to get posted on Wednesday morning. Are we going to wait for the for the wrestling Rick and wrestling pod to talk about what we're doing next week as far as uh, guests and events? Um, Yeah, uh, I guess so. I was actually trying to try to get in a nostalgia hour this week. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I, uh, I don't know if that's possible, but, uh, definitely interested in maybe doing one on tomorrow, Thursday or something like that too. But, uh, I hit the chat and everything and, and see, uh, it definitely depends on how X feels, you know, um, yeah, I, it, you know, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I think, I think I'm going to announce on Twitter the, the, the guests we got for, uh, next week. So. Okay, so if you're so if you're listening to this in the morning, be 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 looking out for True's Twitter. We got some some awesome news coming up for next week uh, that we're excited to have everybody we got, involved. We got in. a packed show, packed yeah. show next week. Uh, oh. Of course, we'll have weekend wrestling on Friday. Uh, sounds like perhaps we'll we'll try to figure out a nostalgia hour uh, sometime this week. If not, definitely soon because we've got a bunch of ideas on deck. Uh, for nostalgia hours um we got the two albums out right now trues and true and apollo and i guess there's another one a true and apollo album coming out next (laughs) week an ep of sorts tell them about it so so here so here's what it is so we have the dar lee album with myself apollo uh black shaggy and and you know jpegs the legend which is straight out of a comic book comic book inspired album that is out right now uh we've gotten to some hot water over this album actually from a couple people uh i'd elaborate but these people don't matter so um but we have we have two projects actually there's this so there's an ep and then there's an lp the lp was called older gods do evolve which was actually supposed to come out a few months ago we recorded this in the studio probably i want to say five or six months ago and we just never put it out. Um, lots gone on in my life since then, uh, you know, relocating and, and all this other stuff. So um, we decided to, uh, well, Apollo went to the studio without me, which is you know, like betrayal, but whatever. 
uh, Paulo went to the studio, and I, you know, I record, I record here, you know, at home. So um, he went and he did like five or six songs the other day, and I went and added verses to them, and now we got another EP, which is called the Platform. So the Platform comes out, uh, I think the end of next week. And then Order Gods Do Evolve will come out at the end of October, early November. So we got two projects, um, you know, back in the kind of kind of a one-two punch. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'm excited about, I'm really excited about Order Gods Do Evolve because it's actually a concept project. And I think for, you know, people who like hearing old hip hop samples kind of spliced in a little bit with, with, their, with their rap, we, get, we got some shit for that. But the platform... Platform is coming out as as done. I'm actually uploading it now to to all the distribution sites and stuff like that. Actually, after the show, and we just rap. This is just rap. You want to hear some bars? You want to hear people rapping? Just talking that shit. That's what that's what uh, the platform is for. And seven songs. This is some 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 fire. So uh, yeah, and 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 Sean made me uh, remember an album of mine called The World of True. Uh, which apparently was uh, <laughs> I was talking a hell lot of shit about wrestling on there, and uh, so make sure you go to Spotify, Apple Music, or whatever, and look up the World of True, which is one of my personal favorite albums that I made. So that's all my gratuitous plugs for the music. Uh, the platform next week, older guys do evolve in about a month or so. We uh, and then we got a a new long form uh, article posted on DefenderRevolution.com the other day, did we not? Yes, we did. Shout out to Jay Stringer from the UK. Um, I believe he's from the UK. Uh, he was at All In, and he wrote a very fairly balanced article on the CM Punk AW situation. We have a new writer who just joined the team. Um, guy who I followed, you know, follow. I don't. I'm not sure what he's actually going to go by. Uh, it's his name yet, but he's working on the Atlanta Braves article right now, and um, he's a uh, you know, and I have an article about the Ghost State Warriors upcoming season that should be dropping either later tonight or tomorrow morning. So the, the the site we're starting to get, you know, we're starting to get more and more content coming to the site again. Get, you know, it's, get, it's that time again. It's DAR season. You know, when we're getting close to the fall, close to the winter, we close out the year. This is what we do. Uh, this is my favorite time. So you know, the momentum is is, is high. I can't wait for y'all to to hear about next week's next week's show and, and what we got planned and I mean there's only really one thing left to say uh when it comes to the world of DAR so big guests big articles weekend wrestling upcoming big nostalgia hours it's because the world of DAR never stops <laughs>